Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 104. Is it presented by Parse Rum? My favorite rum, your favorite rum. I'm Ian Happ. We have Zach Short and Dakota Meckis and producer Tom. I don't think you've ever you know what I I was listening to some pods and they introduce people every time. Like if we have new listeners, I want them to know who they're listening to. That's fair. Opening day is coming up. I expect us to have a bunch of new listeners. I want to start the episode. Well, did you say presented by Parse and then I'd like to start the episode? I did. I said presented by Parse, my favorite rum, your favorite rum. I just, uh, I didn't finish all my rum, so I sent it back to Chicago. Um, What I want to start with was a congrats to friend of the pod, Scotty Efros, on making the opening day roster. Is that that out there? Is that like in the Twitter Twitter verse? I mean... It has to be up by tomorrow, right? I, I was like, I, I don't really care. I mean, tomorrow they have to decide, so it's not like we're breaking any crazy news, I don't think. We could be. We and, could be. Hey, friend if we are, I, what are they going to do, send them down because we said it? Like, I think Who needs Rosenthal? Uh, we got Dakota. Yeah. Well, and Zach knew. He texted, he texted me and Zach. Friend of the pod, uh, Torque, as well. Looks like we scared the Tigers' front office. We got nice. We got you went in there and you rolled some heads. Yep. That was uh thanks to all of our listeners for tweeting. Um yep. start torque starts in the big leagues. That's exactly what everyone tweeted. Ian, you made your opening day as well. Is that your third nice. third straight? Because 2020 three, technically, yeah, it's still opening day. Three straight. Three straight. Uh three straight. And this will be actually only my I guess this is a kind of a messed up opening day, but this is my only second opening day with a full crowd. Ooh, that'll be sick. That's gonna yeah. be electric. Kind of, kind of strange. Real Did quick, you, do they call you in and tell you you made the team? Like, because like, they call in, like you know, like no, they call no. in Scotty and guys like that. But like, is it like, hey, and like, yeah, you you made the team? Like, no. no. Hey, um, also another really cool video that came out today was Ethan Roberts making the team. Yeah, that was sick. That was I. I didn't really realize what was happening. They told him, they tell him the dugout. Yeah, yes. you can see you're in the background, either checking the scouting report or something on the board. He's focused on go, going. He's focused on going three for three with a walk. That's what Ian's worried about. Well, we'll, get to to that. Sw- we'll get to that though. I had to go swang it, uh, and then I think we might have had a pretty long inning, and then I went back out to the field, and Jay Hay, like, kind of from center gave him like a hat tip and said something nice. And then he was hugging people in the bullpen. So I was warming up with Moda uh, infield coach also spent some time in the bullpen Moda. And I asked him, I was like, did you make the team? So I was kind of out on that, but um, I was able to congratulate him back in the locker room after. Yeah. They told him he threw his inning and he came in and Rossi came up to him and told him. That's pretty cool. He's, he's the big, like I was saying to some guys a second ago, like, I don't know if anyone's ever said a bad word about Ethan Roberts. Like he's the nicest guy of all time. He struck Super me out. He struck me out last year twice, and I I was like, "Hey man, I'm not even mad because you're that good of a person." Yeah, fantastic human. Was there was there waterworks in the video? Yeah, I, I think great. it was more like waterworks, like like happy. Yeah, like this. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. That's like great. Obviously, life changing for him. I don't know his story, but I know. I mean, he has like a pretty pretty crazy story though, right? I don't know it. I, maybe just for people talking about it, or he just had his second kid too this right. offseason. I know that too. So like, and like I think later round pick maybe. I think so. I'm not sure. Research team. Big for the uh, big for uh, John Boy. He's uh, 
He's how tall is Ethan Roberts? Five. He's like five nine, five hey, ten. Hey, we're, not, yeah. we're not talking height. No, it, but it's awesome. It's awesome that he. It's not that because some guys that are shorter get right, well, later round picks, Zach, or they don't get the I, I opportunity. Will, we kind of got it. Okay, maybe not a crazy story. He was a fourth rounder. So, Ethan Roberts was. Yeah, that's what it says. Where do you go to school? Uh, go to Tennessee Tech. Tennessee Tech. But he was a fourth rounder. Fourth rounder. Oh, overall. Oh, he was oh, supposed wow. to do this. <laughs> nah, yeah. Expected. <laughs> no, but he is a fantastic dude. That no, video was that, that video was awesome. Can you guys um enlighten me on the trade thing that because I have no clue what you're talking about? Real quick, right before we get to the trade, Ian, can you tell Zach what I said to you today in the lunchroom before you went out to the game? Yeah, we were in the cafeteria. Um, and Dakota asked me to hit a homer so we'd have something to talk about on the pod. And so I hadn't hit home yet this spring, so it's like, you know what? I'll mix one in before we leave so we have something to talk about on the pod. Your exact quote was, I'm just trying to get my second hit of the spring. And I was like, that's fair. Let's just do that. Yeah, yeah. I Second hit of the spring and uh, first left-handed knock of the spring, really huge for me before we leave camp. That was a bomb, too. That was, that was launched. That was one of your better ones. And the announcer was like, and I think it's got a chance. And it was like up like on the sidewalk. I'm like, that's 40 feet past the fence. That was a nice bolt. So, Ian, the Go Tigers just acquired Austin Meadows. From the Rays. For who? For Isaac Paredes and a competitive balance B pick with a question mark because I don't really know what that is. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's a big trade for the Go Tigers. Really big. Especially He's a great Riley hitter. Green. I don't know if Ian, I don't know if you heard, but Riley Green was supposed to break with the team. He's like really, really, really good. Him and Torque are like the really one two punch. They're both like fifteen and sixteen years old and they're gonna be there forever. <laughs> um, but Riley hit over three hundred last year in two leagues, like thirty homers. And he's supposed to break. Fouls a f- ball off his foot off of Garrett Cole. Next pitch hits a triple, standing on third. And he's like, yeah, my fucking foot is killing me. Broken it foot. Broke it. Oh. Broken foot out at least six to eight weeks. So, yeah. It's that kind of- stinks. Yeah. It might have just been because he was a lefty, but Riley Green scared me way more than Torkelson. Yeah, dude. It's like, kind Riley crazy. Green just scared me for some reason yeah. to face him. So, they went out and got Meadows. He's only 26. He's 26. We were looking up his stats hat before you got on. He has a career OPS of 822. He was an all-star in 19. Like, that's a big-time player. He's been a very good player, and it's amazing he's been traded twice now. The Buccos traded him with Glass now, and we played them at the end of the year when those guys came up, whenever that, whatever year that was, 18 maybe. And I was like, oh, you're trading those guys that you have six years of control over. You're going to trade those guys. And they've both been unbelievable. And now he's been traded twice and the Rays payroll might be 30 million. Hey, it's not, not lower than the A's brother. But the thing is the Rays payroll will be that low. They're still going to be a force to be reckoned with in the East. Like they're still a really good baseball team. It's that division is ridiculous. That's right? why I'm okay. Are they the one of the teams with that super, are they one of the teams with super low payroll, Tom? Or are they are they like in the bottom third, but not that bad? 
they're not like bottom five they're bottom third for sure but like you know what i mean like i'm cool with a team having a low payroll when they win games like the rays win games no, that's bad for the players because then that just shows that every yes. team. Yes. Then every team tries to be like the Rays. It's not. I mean, they but they like didn't it. make that trade to save money. Like I don't think that was a save money trade. No, he was. St- he's still under control for like two more years. Tom, are you? Yeah. Ignoring? Tom, are you? Ignoring? Yeah, Tom, are you just out on the pod right now, or what's up? <laughs> I asked you where the Rays are in the payroll. Uh, sorry, no. I, I, you know what I was doing? I was cataloging the voicemails for later in the episode. You quite literally waved away Ian with your hand when he asked you. You quite literally went. I need, I need you to put yourself when you edit this. I need you to put your own video equal with our video so that they can see when I asked you that question and you just completely ignored me. I'm gonna need that now because I've said it on the pod. You cannot take it out. You have this to make it cut. There's none of this might might make, make the. What this do you is, mean? It's all making it. This is all making it, Tom. I'm so sick of Tom's just power he has on cutting and not cutting. That was a joke. That one was a joke. I knew it would rile Dakota up. But Dakota just hates <laughs> if I say I'm gonna cut stuff. I'm, I don't ever cut it, but I just like saying I could cut. Um, I'm looking up the payroll because Tom just doesn't care. I was looking up some stuff on payroll today, and it's like hilarious. The Razor. Like, 24th like 63 million i did see a tiktok today that someone said if you spent uh money on buying mlb the show you spent more money than the a's did this off season on their uh payroll and their owners worth 2.1 billion dollars and uh i didn't buy the show yet but i might now because i'm not worth 2.1 billion dollars but it'd be cool to outspend someone who has that kind of money yeah, the A's are getting rid of their good players. They're saying we have good players. We don't even want them anymore. They traded Manaya. I don't know how you say his last name. Manaya, Manaya, Sean, Sean Manaya. Yeah, to the yeah. Uh, Padres. Padres. Yeah. Padres. And faced yeah. him that day. They legitimately traded anyone who was even in the ARP system. They were like, "Ah, we're good." The their payroll is hilariously low. There's like five teams that have hilariously low payrolls, and if you look back over the last like. I don't know, 10 or 15 years. Like it was pretty rare for teams to have payrolls under like $40 million. And this year we have like five or six of them. It's, it makes you wonder, what are we doing? Hang on. I'll tell you how many, I was just looking at it. There's four teams under 40 million, Cleveland, Pitt, Oakland, and Baltimore. Yeah. I can't, I can't get into this. I'll get too fired up. (laughs) Do you guys want to talk about um, opening day? Do you want to – what do you want to talk about? Opening well, day? that's what – yeah, because I said to Scotty – or I was talking to Keegan about it because Keegan – I live with Keegan Thompson, and, like, he was up most of last year, but it's his first opening day, and I was like, that's cool, like, in and of itself. Like, it's opening okay, really, day compared to every other day. Is he breaking too? Yeah. Nice. It's a really cool thing. I think – because the last two have been messed up and because I didn't get to have one at 19, like I didn't appreciate 18 because like your first one you th- and like you second, you're in the big, like you're like, oh, I'll just, this will be every year. It'll be fine. Wait, wait a second. What do you mean you didn't have one at 19? Nashville sounds <laughs> electric. It was an electric atmosphere there in Nashville, staying at the whatever hotel we stayed at. Uh, but the, the, the what? Maximus. Yeah, that place is I don't great. know if that's right. It started with an M for sure. Maxwell House. It was like Maxwell House because it was like the coffee or something like that. I don't know. Keep going. Keep going. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. But I didn't fully take in 18 and appreciate it. 
I was just kind of like very young and very excited. And then last year after 2020 and like actually having an opening day, even though it wasn't a full crowd, like it was really cool to be able to just take it in. And then this year with a full crowd being able to like take, even though it's going to be so cold taking, being able to take in like, the whole experience is going to be really cool and to see guys have their first opening days is like a a really cool thing yeah that's like to be able to say like hey man congrats on this take it in like i know that like it seems like a cool thing and you're but like really take a minute and like absorb this because it's awesome especially because like the fans like a lot of them weren't able to go the last two years like it's going to be an electric factory like it's going to be like 40 it's not gonna be that cold first of all relax I've already looked at it. That's not that bad. Oh, so yeah, it's gonna be like forty. It's not that bad. It's gonna be. It's not snowing. Degrees. Like it's fine. You'll be fine. It's gonna be forty degrees, and the wind's gonna be blowing. It. Oh, I can't talk about it. It's gonna be. Cold. Either way, it's gonna be sick. The juices will be flowing. You'll be excited. You'll be fine. You're gonna hit another homer. Oh, Ooh. oh. Ooh. Are you? Call? By no means. I don't know if. Are I know. I know what this question is going to be. I was going to ask if you're going to be a leadoff hitter. Oh, damn! I don't think so. I don't know for sure, but I think I'm going to be hitting more in the middle of the order. Will you make your walk up four today? Will you make your walk up? I'm back again. I'm back. Uh, The song was reminder. No, I don't think so. No, Uh, I do have to make some of those decisions on the whole walk out front, which I'm huge question here this is a question everyone at home is wondering zach short what's your walk up because that is what the people want to know i'm going a different route this year i usually do like older songs i'm going uh move to miami by roddy rich oh let's go yeah the one when little baby comes in or what what part no, the, chorus, the chorus okay like Does when he like, first comes I'm in back i'm back when roddy first comes in i like that i wish uh, you were traded to the marlins and then you played that That'd be sick. <laughs> Zach, can you tell us about what your schedule is for the next few days? Yeah, opening day in Toledo tomorrow. Be there, be square, brother. Who are you playing? Uh, like what position? Don't know yet either, but could be in center field. The guy's an athlete. Yep. We are playing whatever the Nationals. I don't, I don't know. Who are they? I don't know. Um, I'll look it up I do for know. you, my I man. Do you you go to Iowa next week. Yeah, I know. Speaking of cold, actually, it's going to be like 70. I'll try to get healthy for you, man. Iowa yeah. is sneaky warm. That's actually Chicago. so sad. That's so sad that I could be there if I wasn't hurt playing against you. Fuck. I know. My mom said she was going to go too, but so thanks. <sighs> That's actually really upsetting. I didn't realize that. That's The I-Cubs are opening in um... Buffalo. Buffalo, which is a oh, They're in Buffalo, tough. New York. You play Rochester, whoever that is. Rochester, that's what it is. I never played. I never. I haven't played a Washington team since Potomac. Potomac, yeah. I want to go oh, back. Oh, Potomac. Potomac! I love that place, dude. I hit pretty. I hit pretty well there. Hopefully, you're not still there, but you, we play you again June seventh uh, at your place. So, worst case. Nice. Maybe we can play golf again. It's a good call. I would like to talk about something, but before we move on. Uh, I want to um, talk about Athletic Greens. Let's go. And they're Dakota's favorite thing I ever. Have. This is 
opening day this year on the compound podcast is sponsored by athletic greens. Um, just so you know, and Dakota, I need you to talk about how much you love athletic greens. Hey, I have it. Uh, I wanted Zach to quick tell the story of when he got his athletic greens, what Tom did, because we know what happened, Zach. There's no way that was an accident. Tom took it. Tell him what happened. Tell the people. Yeah. So I'm ecstatic to try it because Dakota says how much he loves it. So I get my box. This is a few weeks ago. I open it up and my girlfriend's like, Hey, uh, there's no like athletic greens in here. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, it's not, it's not a funny joke if you're trying to hide it. You know, it's like, okay, where is it? She's like, no, like it's literally not here. So you have like the shaker, the water bottle. And then in the middle, it's supposed to be where the athletic greens are. And it was just empty. And I'm pretty sure John boys sent the box over from their facility. So Tom snake, Tom snaked the actual greens and then was like, Rrr. yeah, you don't get this physique without athletic greens guys. No, <laughs> you're wearing a green. <laughs> I want to make it clear. That was not athletic greens fault. That was someone in our office's fault, but we did try to send it to Zach. Zach didn't send his address. So that was yeah, I got, on Zach. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Dakota. I, uh, Tell me how much you like athletic greens. I love it. I have it every single day since I've gotten it. I told Tom to send me more, which he did. So I haven't received it yet. And I'm running low on the batch I have. So I'm not blaming Tom. That's the U.S. Postal Service. Clean it up. No, you might you might get it. But hopefully you actually get the athletic greens, though. But I actually, I actually do love it because, like, in pro ball, they always try to force green juice on you. And I literally wanted to puke every time I would drink green juice. And this stuff actually tastes delicious to me. I don't know what I don't know what's so different about it, but I think it tastes unbelievable, and I like enjoy drinking it. You want to know why? Because it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or anything artificial. And that's why it still tastes great. Down for that. And it costs you less than three dollars a day, and you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than some other bad habits. Wish I had that. Ooh, it says it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. That hurts because I love cold brew. Yeah, me too. I didn't want to put that in there because I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like cold brew. But, but it's, cheaper than I, other it's, a, good, it's a good combo. I have a cold brew. I have an athletic green. They balance each other out. Balance. We're all about balance here at the Compound Pod. And Athletic Greens is going to give you one free, a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash compound athleticgreens.com backslash compound to take ownership over your health and pick up daily nutritional insurance. Also, I mean, free year supply of immune boosting vitamin D five travel packs. That's pretty good. Well, I would do that deal. I think I might go do that deal. Athleticgreens.com backslash compound. The package also comes with like a little container. So like you get like a little package of the stuff and then you get like a container to pour the stuff in and then you scoop it out of the container. It's nice. It's a really nice setup. I That's like nice. it. I'm, we, I'm all bought in on athletic greens. I was begging Tom. Dakota's for more. been begging I tried, for weeks to do this ad. I'm very excited he gets to do it now. I tried to talk about it three weeks ago, and Tom goes, "You're not allowed to yet." I was like, "Well, okay." So I'm, I'm glad we finally got the chance to. Tom, can you play us a couple fan questions? Yeah, uh, I got a couple here. Uh, we'll fan questions brought to you by Athletic Greens. Also, opening day brought to you by Athletic Greens. Hello, this is Boog Shambi. I have many thoughts and many questions. First question, why am I not the outgoing voice on the voicemail for the Compound Podcast? Other thoughts. I think I was on the second episode. The highlight of that 
was I was coming on the Compound podcast, and at one point early in our exchange, one of you said, you know, something like out here on the Compound, and Boog, who listens really well, said, you know, you should think about naming the show The Compound. That happened. And then I was on again. Um, what else? I'm at the Big 12 tournament. I love you guys. You know it. The Compound Podcast rules. That's what I got. Also, we'll see you on MLB The Show. First reaction, that was definitely an old message because the Big 12 tournament was a month ago. Yeah, but. well, he left it. He missed the – when we did the 100th episode show, he missed it by, like, a few days and then, like, oh, felt really right. bad. So then he sent the – but he that was hilarious when we first were, – we were at the compound and we first interviewed him, and he – we were a couple episodes in, and he was like, yeah, you should name it that. It's like, dude, come on. That's what it's, that's what it's that's called. That's what it's called. It's tough. He he is the uh, Boog is the voice of the show now, and he it's said so, like, it, I, I think it's so sick, so cool. It's he said it took him like two years. Do you remember Sal telling us that? Yeah, that was in 2020. I yeah. feel like the pandemic delayed it maybe a hair, but like it took it the amount of hours that he said it took to actually like do all of the names and all of the like freight. I can't even imagine. I thought Sal was blowing smoke. I was like. Oh, that's sick. And then, like, when last year's game came out and he wasn't on it, I was like, Sal, you're a fucking liar. Like, what are we doing? And then he's on it this year. I completely forgot, and I heard, like, a snippet from it months ago, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, he said he had to, like, go to San Diego a bunch of times because that's where their Oh, what a shame. Is, like, do it. Yeah, tough tough life. He's grinding, uh, and he's the voice of the Cubbies with Marquis, and it was great to see him around spring training, and he's traveling with us this year, which is great. That's dope. He's shouts, a beauty. Shouts to Boo. Uh, Tom, next question, please. I'm happy for you, Ian, because you went over on the day of trying to get your uh, people to come through, and you got one of them to come through, maybe a little bit after, but still counts. Yeah, and also got one person to leave me a voicemail on my own phone. <laughs> Which does not count, though. Which does, does not count. Please tell me who did that. Is it Arietta? That was uh, <laughs> that was Jeremy Piven. He left a voicemail on, <laughs> my, on my phone. Tell him you have, you have his number. Yeah, we're boys. That's actually fucking hilarious, though. <laughs> All right, next voicemail. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm from... Birch Run, Michigan, and uh, my question was, I was wondering if you guys have any, like, interesting pregame rituals or anything you do before uh, every game you play. Um, thanks. See you later. Zach, you have to have one. I just put my left, everything left on first, like left shoe, left sock, left tape. That's it. Dakota has a really interesting pregame ritual if he – um, shoves the night before he's really loud and then if he gives that's up and such he bullshit. The night before he has his headphones on doesn't talk to anybody <laughs> that's such bullshit that's not it's, that's it's right and you know times. it kind of true at times because you that's not it, it's not like, it's not like i'm any louder if i threw well than i am any other day i'm just exactly. quieter the days i threw like shit because i'm pissed off that's true. I don't come in like all oh, like oh, did you guys see me yesterday? Like now you're no, in. Like, no, it's not like that. You just have you just have your normal good energy about you. Yes, but when I throw bad, I'm not happy, so I don't have as much energy. Yeah, seen. headphones on, not talking, not talking. No, I don't do the headphones anymore. You haven't played with me in three years. You don't know. Over the ear headphones too. 
I used to do that. And then I got yelled at by 20 people. That's not pro. And I'm like, all right, let's fucking just change who I am. And now look at me. Now I stink. So that's, I'm going to go back to it. I'm going back to the headphones. There we go. Like, like, uh, Rick Vaughn in, uh, yep. When he went back to the haircut in major league. Yeah. That was a good reference by me. I am thinking of any routines. I like, I have, I have a very specific routine that I do that is very similar before every game. As far as like, going into the training room and putting hot stuff on my arm and putting a sleeve on and putting my shirt on and then putting my tape on and then doing put my a shirt on. Yep. In the training room. Uh, but like, I don't have my routine is specific, but I wouldn't say that there's any like huge superstitions that I have. I'm more so if I'm do well, I keep doing the same thing. Like whatever it was I did to get ready the day before I do the same exact thing. If I threw well, yeah, I try to make sure I'm taking the same bats out if I'm hitting well and not like putting away a bat that's got knocks in it or bad gloves. I, I, yeah. I used to be wild with that shit. If I remember, like in high school, if I was on deck and I like remember spitting and I get a hit, I'm spitting in that same exact spot that next yeah. day. Yeah, wiping it off with the same See, foot or making sure. You know. I still do that. Like, so I wear a bracelet, and obviously, like I take it off when I pitch. If I take it off as I'm getting off the bullpen mound and I throw well, I do the same thing. But if I take it off, like, as I get out to the game mound, I do that. Same. Like, I'm kind of like that with Zach. Not so much. Like, pretty similar. I do the same thing. It's got – I mean, it might not work, but, like, why take I've the gotten, chance? Why take the chance of it not working, you know? I've actually gotten pretty far away from that. Like I said, I used to be nuts with it, but now I kind of – do stuff on purpose to like differently to know that if I'm locked in, I'm fucking locked in for a right reason, not because I tied my shoelace three extra times. Yeah, I yeah. had to start. I had to start doing that a couple of years ago and like get away from yeah. the superstition. My college coach was all over that. He he, I was bad in college too, and he was like, "It's not because you're fucking eating a peanut butter and jelly before you go. It's because you're good." And I'm like, "No, it's really it's something in that in that Skippy peanut butter." That guy I've does love that. peanut butter and jelly, though. Huh? You do love your peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, you know. I've done it forever, though. So, like, now I just now I just do it. Like, if I do, like, I'm going to keep doing it. I wish people actually understood how insane baseball players are. Oh, we're weirdos. I wonder Dude. if, like, golfers are like that. Because it's such a mental sport. I wonder if golfers are like that. Probably. You see, too too much way, time to think. Do you see Tigers wearing foot joys? Whoa. What? You guys didn't see that? No. He has foot joys on at Augusta. Is that because there's more comfort because of the... That's what people are... People are speculating it's got to be, like, better for his leg. Yeah. Yeah, Nike was probably like, as long as you're competing, we don't, we don't care. I was going to say, I don't think Nike cared too much. Like, you've made us billions over the years. Like, do what you got to do to play. Tom, next question. Can I tell you right now that a friend of the pod, Jake Storielli, just uh, texted me and said... Parade's gone. Let's go. So I think he's he thinks he's that's he thinks that's going to work out for you, Zach. I don't know if that's going to work out, but Jake believes it. So that's how's that good. how's that change the infield mix? I mean, who's who's in the infield now? You got Torkelson, Ridler, uh, Javier Baez, um, Yamer Candelario, Jonathan Scope, Harold and Willie Castro. So Harold and Willie Castro are both up there. Yeah, Harold uh, Willie's more of a utility, like outfield mixing in but he's a switch hitter so uh i don't i don't know ian who's this next question brought to you by 
This next question is brought to you by Manscaped. These questions, all these questions, not just this one, all of them are brought to you by our friends at Manscaped. I don't know if you ever heard of the Lawnmower 4.0, trimmer with the light. We all love it. Uh, and then they get you this this little um, the the uh, performance package. You ever heard of the performance package, Dakota? I have. I have heard of it. It's fantastic. There is so much stuff in there. It is a ridiculous amount of things to go through, but I will do it. The crop preserver, the crop reviver, the lawnmower 4.0. Anything else that I'm missing? I, I actually I got a um, package. I showed up to Toledo, and I had a package from Manscaped with body wash, deodorant, chapstick. I mean, it smells unbelievable how good it is. You know what is actually really cool that Manscaped is doing is that April is not only the beginning of baseball season, but it's also Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. Manscaped has partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection, which is really cool. And they're committed to raising awareness in the most common form of cancer in men ages 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, families impacted by testicular cancer as part of We Save Balls initiative. That's really cool. So everything in April supports that, it seems like. That is very, very cool. That's sick. Down Love for that. that. I actually have a friend whose brother went through that, and we've got some, uh, we've got some baseball players, some guys out there that have gone through uh, some of that stuff. So really cool that Manscaped's giving me back. We love that. And you can get 20% off plus free shipping with code compound at manscaped.com. Lawnmower 4 print has got a light on it. What's the promo? I think it's cool. They mentioned uh, facing Jacob DeGrom. You don't want a, a weed whacker. You want to maybe take out those, new, those nose, uh, nose hairs. I know he's not going to start the season, but Ian, you saw DeGrom last year. You need to be sharp against him. Well, Let's not talk about what happened when I faced him. Thanks, Tom. Uh, Manscaped.com. Code compound. 20% off free shipping. Next question. Hey, guys. This is Olivia from Dallas, Texas. And I was just wondering, I'm not sure if you guys keep up with this stuff, but if you have any prospects that you are thinking that are going to be big stars in the next few years. Doesn't have to be from your organization, could be from anybody's. But super excited to see some new young faces and wondering what you guys think. Love the show. Bye. I personally do not know many prospects except the Cubbies. And I'm gonna steal Brennan Davis from all of you so that you can't say it. I think he is gonna be a stud. Brian Kreidler of the Tigers. Remember that name. And he's a huge, huge, huge listener, so shout out. Christopher the Goat Morell, my personal favorite player in all of baseball. He's super young, huh? Uh, he's twenty-two. Yeah, so pretty young, and he. Uh, well, I guess he he was floating around the alternate site in twenty twenty, huh? When he was probably like yes. twenty years old. Yes, yeah. he was at the alt site. Is he still hitting absolute bombs in spring training? He takes Javi. He takes Javi esque BP like home run wise, like moonshots that you're like, what just happened? That's really impressive. Hey guys, this is Isaiah from Los Angeles. And I was just wondering, as we know, baseball is a game of failure. 
and we've probably been asked a lot, you know, like what's your method for coping, you know, all that stuff. Um, but I was wondering what your go-to in-game method is for, you know, moving on from an at-bat where you strike out looking or giving up a few home runs or whatever. Like what's your go-to in-game in between innings, in between 8Bs, just so you know, forget about it. Is it something you think about? Is it a ritual you do? Anything just to, you know, move on? Um, yeah, that's what I was wondering. Thanks, guys. Still looking for it. <laughs> uh I don't really have anything. I do try to go behind the mound and just tell myself to stop sucking, basically. To be honest. <laughs> just be like, hey, just be better, man. You suck right now. Like, that's what I'm saying in my head. I'm like, fuck, shit, fuck, God, fuck. That's it's all actually, I'm saying in my head. As an infielder, you kind of have to – I mean, an outfielder too, but you have to be kind of be really locked in. So, I mean, after an inning, I don't really have time to sit and sulk in the, in the infield or you get exposed pretty quickly. Especially, you know, in the big leagues, it's you don't really want to – you don't want to screw up anywhere, but as magnified as it is, you kind of have to really be locked in. So, I think the biggest thing for me on the hitting side is just, like, process. Like, you have your same process that you go through no matter what and try to really stick to that and, like, have – take some confidence um, in, in the consistency. Uh, and so I really try to use that to move on and kind of, like, assess what happened – uh, how to fix it for next time and then move on because you get so many at bats throughout the year. And then if you can do that, and then if you need to make adjustments, you step back and do that day to day, but pitch to pitch at bat to bat, a lot of breathing in the box, a lot of finding your, your focal point and what gets you locked in, but then just kind of trusting that process that it's going to work out long-term let's, those are great questions. I love being able to hear from the fans. Really appreciate that, Tom. Thanks for putting those together. Even though you weren't paying attention to me during the episode, kind of fucked. Uh, let's move on to our screen time and let the people go. We are very excited to get into in-season episodes and talk about what's going on. But opening day episode has been an absolute killer of an episode, huh, boys? Who's uh, who's the screen time brought to you by? The screen time is brought to you by Sloan. It's the Sloan screen time. Everybody loves it. That I played my last. Actually, I'm playing the Inner Squad tomorrow at Sloan, but I played my last with fans Sloan home game today, uh, and it was actually the first time that I walked out down the line to the corner. And it was really cool um, to kind of see all the fans there last time. Um, Sloan did a great job putting everything together for us this year on the short and spring. We appreciate that. We appreciate their flushers. I hope everybody sees a Sloan flusher in the next week before we talk to you again. What is your screen time? Five hours, five minutes. Yes. Five, five. Six, six. Yes. Tom's is horrible. Tom, what's yours? You are, you're looking scared over there. I, I might set a new record. It's nine hours, four minutes. Oh, I was on a train. I was on a train. For yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, not really. that bad. We, we believe you. I was behind them. Not bad. No shame. 414 for me. It was a, a big day. I'm happy that I could come out on top. Uh, Tom, we're going to need you to hit double digits one of these days. That would be great. I mean, if you want me to like go try to do it, I can easily do it. I'm trying most Mondays to be good. And it's not yeah. working. Here's a, here's a quick question. If I tried to have Seiya Suzuki on, but we had to talk to him through a translator, do you think that that would be a good episode or like it would take four hours? Fantastic episode. Fantastic episode. We could, we could is, edit it. He is absolutely hilarious. And I think he would be a fantastic guest. And also his translator is hilarious too. I think the best way to do that would be in person at Wrigley though. Like you'd be with them. Oh, that's a good point. Be with him. 
Tom, you're gonna have to send me uh, maybe some more microphones and a different setup. And That's then we fine. Zach broke, think... micro... Zach broke his microphone. I didn't break it. It's just a fucking bullcrap <laughs> microphone. I have to Crud. send some new mics out anyway, so I can send you. I can send you two. I think he would. I think he would actually enjoy doing it. So that'd be sick. He's also my best friend. I don't know if you guys know that about us, but like we're best buddies. I thought we were best friends. We are, but you can have more than one best friend. That's what. Um, That's true. Isn't that you know like a child children's book? It's gotta be. Gotta be right. Uh, that was episode 104 of the Compound Podcast, brought to you by Parse Rum. Thank you to Athletic Greens and Manscaped uh, and our, our favorite. Not just kidding. We don't have favorites, but we also love slow. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week.